It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, taking you through a Friday. And we're getting closer to baseball season. It's sneaking up on. It's going to happen in February. I believe Baylor opens with Maryland, and uh, this is going to be exciting. Joined now by uh, Jared McKenzie, outfielder for the Bears, extraordinaire, had a huge year last year. And even during that COVID season, was putting up big numbers as a true freshman. Uh, Jared, c- congratulations on the uh, the big award. Uh, the announcement goes out today. Uh, I say it's an award. It's preseason. Uh, your name to the preseason uh, All American team. So congratulations on that. Awesome. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me on. You bet. Good to have you. And you've already uh, gotten named to all sorts of teams. But I saw that today, and I was like, I gotta. I got to try to track down Jared, and um, I, th- this is uh, this is pretty uh, remarkable. Currently, no pressure, by the way. You are the all-time batting average leader in Baylor history. <laughs> so, I know, no pressure. <laughs> yeah, three three eighty nine is that uh, is that number. I mean, I but the way you approach uh, things at the plate and all of that, that's. Uh, that's a. Uh, I, I think you'll be able to keep it up there pretty high. What uh, when you get one of these awards or get named to one of these teams? Is that? Uh, I, I I would imagine the whole team's excited for you. What does it mean to you? No, I, I mean I'm definitely grateful for the for receiving these awards. However, um, a lot of it is preseason, and so I think there is still a lot to prove. Um, you know, I'll bring it up to the Bears football team. Shout out to them. Uh, and these guys were named that they were going to have uh i mean they weren't predicted to win big 12 at all and they come out here and, and play really well and so i think as far as the preseason goes there's not a whole lot um it's awesome to have these honors but it's not a not a determining factor of how the year goes so i think it's important to just keep your head down and continue to work hard all right jared what um uh, each off season you know you whether it be uh conditioning weight room uh, or you know, just getting as many at bats as you can. What did what did you do this uh, past off season? I know it's cr- crazy with uh, especially the previous. It seems like COVID will never leave us, and that sometimes mm-hmm. cuts down on some of the activities. But what did you do to kind of hone your craft and and, uh, and 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 try to work on things? Yeah, I think the biggest thing just coming from this fall, um, you kind of get home for a break and. You come up here and you get to see buddies from high school and you can pick their brains a little bit at the different college programs that they're at, but just continuing to stay in the weight room and uh, work on my swing and uh, play a lot of a lot of catch and just stay healthy, getting ready for this upcoming year. You ever, uh, you ever get that wooden bat in your hand? Uh, used to, you know, we had some wooden bat leagues. Some people would go up the Cape Cod League back in the day. Have you... Uh, you at least, um, I'm sure that's got to be in the back of your head to some someday think about playing in the majors. Do you ever, uh, do you ever grab the wooden bat and take a few swings? I do. When I'm home, I'm always hitting with the wood bat just so I can feel the barrel a little bit. I got to play this summer up there in the Cape, and it was a great experience I got to have. So it was awesome. Man, I've traveled there. I wasn't quite in Packwright. You know, I was there late May, and it was still cold, you know, up in the Boston area and all that. <laughs> what, tell me tell me what that was. Talking to Jared McKenzie, by the way, preseason All-America for the Baylor baseball team, uh, what was that Cape Cod League like? And uh, I bet that was pretty neat to, to be uh, uh, up there, you know, kind of away from everything, but also with some of the top uh, – 
college baseball players in the country. Definitely. I think that was the coolest thing. You're up there with a lot of guys to have the same goal in mind to go and play at the next level. And so I think it was very, um, I was very fortunate for the opportunity. It was definitely the first time where I got a first glimpse of, okay, this is what pro ball could look like in the future as far as minor leagues go and the competition you get to face. And I think I was definitely blessed with being able to get that under my belt before uh, the future unfolds. What uh, what were your numbers like in the Cape Cod League? Not as good as I'd like, let's put it that way, but uh, <laughs> definitely a great experience. So we're, we're still working on the Cape Cod batting average to get it up to that 389 <laughs> level. <laughs> <laughs> the Cape the Cape Cod batting average. Now, are those facilities? Because um, I didn't get to make it to any games. It may have been my timing when I was there. Um, were, were, were are those facilities sort of like where some Double um, A or or uh, minor league teams play? What were the facilities like there? No, actually, it's uh, it's high school facilities. Really, um, just the it's not a, the Cape Cod. There's not a lot of. Um, the population there is very small when it comes to outside of the summertime. And so um, it's just small high school fields that, uh, I mean, that I played on back when I was in high school too. So it's nothing spectacular by any means, but um, I think beyond what you're playing on, it's the guys that you're with and the people you get to meet what that makes the experience worth it. Yeah. How many, uh, how many big 12 guys were up there with you? A handful? Oh, shoot. Yeah, a lot. A um, couple guys from Kansas State, a uh, couple guys from Tech, a few guys from Texas, a um, few guys from TCU. So there's some solid, uh, a lot of guys from Oklahoma State, solid competition from the Big 12. Yeah. Well, the Big 12 is, uh, it's, it's you know, known for its great baseball. I Looking back at last year, Jared, it had to be frustrating for you guys because you, you didn't get the start you wanted, and then suddenly you started winning, and you won that series in Lubbock. And it really looked like y'all were, were were getting things going, like you hit your stride. And then y'all got hit, if I recall correctly, with a bit of a COVID protocol type situation, a bit of a COVID outbreak. Did you, looking back, do you feel like that team was, you know, could have done some, uh, made some noise in the tournament had y'all not run into some of those COVID issues? I think so, definitely. I mean, you look at our team last year and we led the Big 12 in hitting as a team and there's a lot of talent and it was our first time ever to play in the big 12 with that group. And so um, that's why I'm super excited for this year, just to know that we have a lot of guys returning who had the big 12 experience now, and we were successful um, and we added some new arms on the mound. So it'll be super fun to go out there and play with those guys and play behind those arms. And I think this year's going to be really good. What, what is your, uh, uh, what's the rotation, you know, kind of as it starts to take shape as y'all get closer to the beginning of the season, um, who are some kind of new additions you're excited about? And then obviously you have some guys coming back. Yeah, so uh, Tyler Thomas was our Friday night guy last year. We'll have him back. Um, Blake Helton threw for us on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, we'll have him back. And then uh, we have three transfers, um, Jake Jackson, Matt Volker, and Brett Garcia, which I think are huge additions on the mound just because we lost a lot of guys with experience. But we're bringing in guys that have had experience at other programs. So it was neat to see them um, come in this fall and, and mesh with our team really well. 
Talking to uh, Jared McKenzie. Uh, I mean, I, I the uh, the Baylor All American. I, I loved how y'all set up your lineup last year. As you as as coach got to know y'all better. Um, I mean, there were young guys. The middle of that infield's kind of an exciting deal. And then, uh, of course, uh, my guy from my hometown, uh, Cade Currington from Kaufman, Texas. Always nice to slate him in there. And uh, and he started to you know hit the ball. I, I think it could be a, a huge. Uh, uh, producing lineup, so uh, it, it, y'all may be going under the radar right now, but it's going to be very exciting uh, to see that. Um, now, Steve said that he understood when Cade and I were from the same hometown. He said that told him a lot about Cade. Is Cade uh, <laughs> is is Cade a free spirit? What's he like? Oh, he's awesome. He's a, he's a grinder for sure, but we love him in the DH spot. <laughs> uh, now, coming out of Round Rock. I mean, that is a baseball hotbed, and we sort of know it for the, the Ryan family having been around there and the, the, the Dell Diamond, all those kinds of things. Did you get to, uh, growing up there and playing around Round Rock, would you get to, did you get to play quite a bit at that facility, and, and how much do you think that was helpful to you being in such kind of a, a baseball hotbed, so to speak? No, it was awesome. I uh, We used to live about five minutes right from the stadium, so when I was real little, I'd go up there and seventh inning you could just walk into the stadium so i'd go watch three innings of baseball every night that they were there and it was an awesome opportunity and as i got older i was able to actually uh work in the clubhouse so it was neat to just see guys rolling in out of there um joey gallo josh hamilton a lot of big names that i got to meet which were an awesome opportunity all right so do you have have you set your uh speaking of guys that put up huge numbers like gallo obviously he's with the yankees now um do you set kind of individual goals going into a season? Like you hit ten home runs, I believe, last year. Do you do you have numbers that you want to achieve, or or do you not really approach it that way? No, I do. I like to. I mean, I like to compete with myself because I know it helps push me, um, and I know my teammates like to do that as well, and it'll push push each other. But I think the biggest thing is if I can try and hit above that three eighty nine average, that'd be pretty awesome to to keep that and maintain that. Am I right in saying the COVID shortened year, you were up around like 406 up at the, uh, like the, the Ted Williams number. Was yeah. that, was, is that accurate? Yes, sir. I believe so. Yeah. And, and knowing you, it's not like you're, you're not up there, you know, de- desperately trying to take walks, although you'll take walks. Are, you remember bon- they would never pitch to bonds and some of those guys. And so they're, their batting averages were crazy high. I guess the biggest one, and you wouldn't—you're too young to remember, but uh, in uh, in my lifetime, Tony Gwynn hit 373 one time. Now you probably have you know collect baseball cards or did when you were a kid, so you probably have done research on these guys. But that's about as high. And I think George Brett had—he might have been up there around 380 at one point. But uh, that's a that's a hard hard thing to do. So. Is that is that are you able to uh, share that goal with us? Are you is that is that your goal to hit 400 for a season? If I could, I set my goal this year to hit 405. So Tyler Hardman at OU, me and him were going back and forth last year. And <laughs> he ended up beating me in average in the Big 12. So, and he hit right around there. So I'm going to see if I can go out there and do well. But we'll All see. Right. Well, that's uh, that's that's pretty awesome. 405. I love the goal, and and uh, I mean you got a 389 career average, so I don't think uh, I don't think it's out of the question. Now, uh, as far as playing the outfield, and and uh, uh, you know you obviously with what you want to do in your future, 
you want to be as versatile as possible. Do you like um, do you like is center uh, the most fun for you? And do you kind of like moving around a little bit? What uh, what what do you enjoy? And and what did, what did they have you doing in Cape Cod League? Yeah, center field is definitely where I'm the most comfortable. Um, just because I've been able to play there for the past three years um, of my baseball career. But this summer I got to play a lot of left field, a um, couple games in right. But I think being versatile, being able to play all three is extremely important um, just to be able to fill in whatever role I need to go into. But um, I love center field, and I hope to stay there as long as I can. Well, Jared, congratulations. I'm excited for the season. I tell you, uh, I was a Baylor student. When they got lights at the ballpark, <laughs> that tells you oh, that, wow. was a, <laughs> that was a ways back. Um, yep. uh, they didn't get lights though until about '93 or '94. Uh, they did not okay. have lights, and so yeah, you're probably thinking I was in like they... 1970s or something, but no, I'm. I'm no. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but Jared, listen, it was fun to get to visit with you, and uh, c- congratulations on the preseason award. And, uh, man, best of luck having a big-time season. Can't wait to watch you guys. Awesome. Thank you very very much, and I appreciate the time. You bet. There he goes, Jared McKenzie. I mean, this guy can just flat-out rake and uh, comes from Round Rock, six foot 175, and he's going to have a chance because he's got a – he's got a – I mean, he's, just, he's got great back control. He can work a pitcher over. Um, so, I love the uh, – I love the confidence. He wants to hit 405 this season.